0: All right, let's go out to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Kevin Spencer, coached under Belichick here with the Browns, won a Super Bowl with the Steelers, special teams coach of the year in 2003, and he joins us here on 92.3 The Fan. Kevin, what's up tonight? How you doing?
1: JP, I, I have some great news for you, which I teased you with before, <laughs> uh, and I, I want to share this news with you. Okay. It, 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 so anyway, uh, just I'll make it quick, because we, we want to talk about football and the new offensive line coach. I'm in, I'm in Aspen right now, and I'm at a bar called the Woody Creek Tavern.
0: Wait, where are you at? Did and you I say, where did you say?
1: I'm in Aspen, Colorado. You're in Aspen, we, we go here okay. With a bunch of, we go here with a bunch of our friends from uh, San Diego, and we're very fortunate to be able to come here. My wife is an avid skier. I'm a retired skier. I'm the designated driver. <laughs> anyway, so I'm at this restaurant, and I go to the bathroom, and I come out, and they go, oh, my God. William Macy just walked by. <laughs> that's wild. So now, JP, as you know, because both of us share this, uh, you know, love of shameless, mm-hmm. I am I out of my mind and, and the lady that's in charge of the bar said, hey, look, he's in the back room. They have a board meeting because he's part of the Woody Creek Distillery and uh, we can't let you go back in there. I said, you know, OK, that's cool. I don't want to be a jerk. So. Unbeknownst to me, one of our friends said, do you know who this guy is? This is Kevin Spencer. He has a Super Bowl ring, and he coached Bill Belichick. So next thing you know, this lady does a 180, and she brings us back into this room with these 10 guys. And of course, William Macy is there. So he's got his back to me. So I'm waving to a guy trying to act like I'm not here to meet him. And then all of a sudden, William Macy turns around, and he looks just like Frank Gallagher <laughs> without the beard. So I point at him and go, I love you. You're the best. You're a great actor, blah, blah, blah. And he was very, very cordial because I probably was acting like a bit of an idiot. And then I said to him, I go, Frank. I said, Mr. Macy, are you as grouchy in real life as you are in, in Shameless? And he goes, yeah, I probably am. So I, <laughs> walked away. I walked away, said goodbye. And I also said to him, and oh, by the way, you're 73 years old and you have a great body. You obviously tear your... Take care of yourself. Thank you so much to meet him. So I, I had to share this with you because of our conversation from last week. That uh. We were about shameless. And he looks just like Frank, but he was clean shaven. He was such a, you know, a gentleman. He was very cordial. I was the so only impressed. part
0: of that show that I always struggled with, if we're being truthful about it, is the idea that uh, William H. Macy kept his perfect teeth the entire time. And we know Frank Gallagher would not have had that perfect of teeth.
1: Yeah, well, they, you know, I guess that's what they call you know Hollywood. Hollywood can do that, but he he looked exactly. Honest to God, JP, he looked exactly the same, and it was such a a thrill.
0: I was like out of my mind. Now, did he ask and, you any stories yeah. like Belichick or anything like that? Like, did no,
1: he? No, no, no. You know what happened? I guess one of the ladies that we were with said to the the gal that was in charge of the restaurant, you know, that this is Kevin Spencer, blah blah blah. But he, you know, I don't think he was aware of those circumstances, but. He turns around because we're talking, we're waving to this other guy, and I'm thinking, hey, dude, can you get William to turn around and wave? And Mr. Macy turned around and waved, and that's when I kind of lost my cool. But no, we, we didn't <laughs> talk about anything. It and I didn't even get a selfie to validate this on Instagram. So oh, you don't do that. It's okay. This is not BS, but I needed to share that with you because I know that we both uh, have this affiliation and love for Shameless. That's so, anyway, awesome. that's. That's my tease. I wanted to give you that tease. I was very curious.
0: Yeah, I was very curious as to who that would be. That's a great story. So let me ask you this. So if you're if you're in that type of situation, right, and uh, you're around other famous people, you're around other people, notable people, uh, when they ask you for like a go to story and they leave it very open that way, what is your what is your canned go to? I know this story is going to hit every single time I tell it. Do you have one? You know, no,
1: I don't. I, and my, my, my friends that I'm with here say that you're way too modest. You, you know, you should share your deal. And I, I, I just think I've been blessed. And, you know, I try not to uh, – they always say, why don't you have your ring on? I go, well, you know, I don't wear that all the time, blah, blah, blah. So well, I have no go-to story that would get these folks involved. But this my, this friend said, this lady, said to this lady that was managing the club, hey, this guy is this guy, blah, blah, blah. And, and they always thought – you're always saying, "Hey, do you know who you are?" I go, "Yeah, I'm Kevin Spencer, and I hope I can be on the fan tomorrow night." So that's, that's my story. But <laughs> and, I need to and share that. Look at how you far you came. I, yeah. I know, I know. I'm very blessed, without a doubt. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I want you to know, I, I did my research on the, the new old line coach, and I, I really like this hire. Hmm. If, if I can change the speeds here, sure. I think he's uh, he's kind of a grinder. He's a tough guy. Which, which indicates to me he's a really smart guy and he's, he's done a lot of these, you know, quality control jobs. I think he's probably earned his keep. And I, I looked when he was at, uh, with the Rams, he, he he was under Paul Boudreaux, who's, you know, I, I know we talk about Coach Callahan, uh, as being the premier old line coach with Coach Boudreaux back in the day was this excellent offensive line coach. I, I, so I think this guy's been trained very, very well. And I uh, think he's put in his time. So I think this might be a very, very good heart for the Browns.
0: Well, let me ask you this. The, my only concern on it, and, and it's not like they're completely absent of, you know, football guys. They, they have them. Deuce Staley, I would consider to be a football guy's football guy. Uh, but you lose Alex Van Pelt. He was a football guy in my mind. Stump Mitchell's as football guy's football guy gets. Uh, Bill Callahan, same, you know, cut from that same cloth, right? Whereas my only concern here, and listen, I, I don't know – I don't know Andy Dickerson from uh, Adam, right? I, I'm only going off of what people tell me and what I can hear. I've never talked to the man myself, so maybe he is this great football guy. I'm not sure, but he went to Tufts University, which, as you know, is a very, it's a very, it's a very smart school. You're, you're, you're intelligent if you go there, and the report out of him is that he's very intelligent. I just wonder what is that balance like when you get the the guys that can relate to the athletes, something that Alex Van Pelt did at such a high level. You know, compared to just having guys that are really, really smart and maybe aren't the best when it comes to relating athletes. Someone like Stefanski, for instance, who I feel like falls short in that respect but is obviously very, very intelligent.
1: Well, that, that's a great point, and, and I get where you're coming from, and I guess I can only relate to when Eric Mangini uh, joined uh, the Patriots and Eric is, uh, went to Wesleyan, which is part of that same conference that Tufts is involved, and he's in a room with Ty Law, and and Lawyer McLoy, and, McCoy, and he, you have this young guy come in. And I, I think that with his intelligence and how he presented himself, he won over that room. And, uh, and which kind of the same circumstance, I think. You know, he, he's not a guy that's, you know, worn at the to tooth kind of thing. And, and Eric won over that room, and those guys you know, waited to hear what he had to say. I think he regained a tremendous amount of respect. So I get where you're coming from because the, you're talking about, uh, I have a, actually a, a tremendous respect for, uh, Van Pelt after I've read all the things and how he's, you know, they talk about him being the guru with the room, mm-hmm. but I, we just got to hope that this guy could connect with the guys and win over them with, uh, his intelligence and his knowledge. And, and hopefully he's the guy that's going to say, Hey, what do you guys think? Cause I think when you're, you're coaching these kind of athletes. At some point, you got to say, what do you think? What, how do you guys feel about this? So you're kind of like enabling these guys. They're part of the process. So I, I hope that's going to work out in his behalf. And, and you also have Scott Peters that's there. And he was with Coach Callahan all this year. And Scott was an offensive lineman. So hopefully he'll be able to support uh, Coach uh, Dickerson when, when he comes over. But I, I get where you're coming from. You know, there's a lot of – you know gray hair guys that you got to replace right now
0: yeah you know that experience right and 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 i think that's got to be one of the things that you you got to weigh that right and, and stefansky himself and andrew berry they're the ones that shouldn't be scared of experience or of uh, hiring someone new because the reason why both them got their jobs is because they were very They were very, you know, new. They were very green to the positions they got hired to. Andrew Berry was the youngest GM in NFL history, and and Kevin Stefanski, very, very young when he got hired to be the head coach here. He didn't beat out Sean McVay, but very, very young. So how do you balance that out, having the guys that have been there for 30, 40 years and know what they're doing, but also then trying to make sure you keep the pipeline strong and and giving new guys chances?
1: You know, Jonathan, I I think, again, a great point, but I I really think it's about how do you present yourself to the guys? And I, I think if you go in there, and you, you're very kind of, you know, surreal or, you know, kind of like, and, and you know, say, hey, what do you guys think? And you have an open mind, and you, you don't act like you have all the answers. I, I really think that eventually players will buy into that, especially if you just say, you know, what do you guys think? How do you feel about this? Why don't you try this? So I, I think that, you know, at some point a young guy has to get a break, and you hope that, and I get where you're coming from, but you you hope that, He's not one of these guys that's going to be staunch and hey, this is it's my way, the highway. This is what we're going to do. I, I hope that he presents himself and keeps an open mind, takes into the account what the guys are saying. You know, the, you know, if Denzel Ward is saying to you, know, I don't know, Coach, about this tech, and then or an offensive lineman say it's Joe or it's a Teller. Well, Coach, we we kind of did it this way, and then maybe he says, all right, let's try that today. You know, I think it's a give and take, and therefore a confidence is created and a a bond. And so, you know, they got to start somewhere. So we just got to pray and hope it works out that way.
0: Kevin Spencer joining us here at 92.3 The Fan. All right, let me ask you. So uh, you obviously were, you know, you won a Super Bowl. We talked about it. You, you beat the Seahawks. Uh, obviously, I would imagine it's going to be it's an awesome moment. Now, that was that was Detroit. That was not necessarily Las Vegas. So maybe the temptations weren't as large for a lot of the players or, or even members of the coaching staff to maybe, you know, paint the town red. What was the Wednesday of Super Bowl like for you that week? It was just, you know, I, I think we – because of we, we, what we went through at Pittsburgh, we were seven
1: to five, and we, you know Cincinnati at that point had won the division, so we needed to win out. And I think that every game was like, we have to win this game, and the focus was because Coach Cowell would have a, a schedule on a whiteboard, and he presented the whole rest of the schedule. But when we got after losing to Cincinnati, put sugar, uh, Chicago up there, the whole emphasis was on we need to win this game, and he did that throughout the regular season and through the playoffs. So I, I think that hopefully they, they do the same thing. You don't want to make this game as hard as it is because when you step out there for pregame and the stadium is like, you know, nine tenths full and you're going, holy smokes, this is not like a regular season game. I just think you got to approach it. Uh, this is the next game. This is our preparation. We've done this for how many weeks? So let's just, you know, hang in there, do the right thing. And that's the way Coach Cower presented to us. And I'm sure – you know, Coach Shanahan's doing the same thing, you know, for, for his guys. And, you know, Coach Reed, of course, has been there and done that. And then Coach Shanahan as well. So I, it's just like, you know, it's the same deal, guys. Just let's do what we've done that, that's got us here, and, then, and we go from there.
0: Uh, in that win, Steelers became the second team after the 85 Patriots to win three road playoff games to reach the Super Bowl. Chiefs don't necessarily have that. Remember, they had the advantage against the, the Dolphins, that Miami game where, where Tua basically just froze his butt off. But they went on the road against Josh Allen, then they went on the road uh, against you know Lamar in Baltimore. This would be their third straight, all things considered. How, how much does that matter for someone like Mahomes? Or is it just, at this point, old hat, and it, it really doesn't make that much of a difference?
1: No, I, I think that's a great point. I think that... You're out of the comfort of being at home. You're on the road. Your, your, your home life is adjusted a little bit. Your routines adjusted a little bit. So I think the fact that they've done that. And as I alluded to when I spoke to you last week, they, they seemingly have adjusted to this r- new routine. I think they got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. And I honest to God think that they have this tremendous momentum moving into this game. And I, I you know, pray and hope is you know, for them that they continue to do this. So I, I, I think it's been, they've accepted that challenge. They're, they're pros and they've done the right thing and they've been prepared properly. And uh, I just think they have the momentum right now, even though going against the whole Brock Purdy story and, mm-hmm. and the tremendous athletes they have there at San Francisco, I, it's hard to go against them. But I really think that Casey's got, you know, they, as I said to you before, they got the lightning in the bottle right now. And I guess, uh, you know, hopefully they'll be able to continue that and going through Sunday.
0: All right. You got a final prediction for me?
1: Yes, sir. I'm going to say uh, 27-21, KC.
0: Love it. Love it. All right, we'll check back in with you next week, and we'll see how you did and how you fared. I also have the Chiefs, by the way. I just can't bet against Mahomes, Kevin.
1: I I, I agree with you, and if I get an Instagram picture with Mr. Macy, I'm going to send it (laughs) to you immediately.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'll look out for it. Kevin, thank you as always. We'll catch up with you next week. Thank you.
1: Thanks, JP. Great talking to you. Have a great night. All Bye-bye right. now.
0: You too. Kevin Spencer right there on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I, I love that. That's fascinating stuff.